1: Mark Levin, our number 877-381-3811 877-381-3811 I was late getting to my microphone you wouldn't know that but typically I like to be behind this microphone more than an hour before the program and I do prep for this program throughout the day and night because this program is very important to me and I hope to you And I don't want you to waste your time. And the reason I was late getting to the microphone wasn't because I was short on preparation. No, I over-prepare. It's because I did something I've never done in 21 years, Mr. Producer. I wrote an opening statement that I want to read to you. That I just posted online. And I think I speak for tens of millions of Americans who love our country. I honestly never imagined that I would be witness to the slaughter and atrocity of Jews with the history of the Holocaust not far away and have to spend nearly 24 hours a day defending their right to self-defense which obviously requires the destruction of the modern day Nazis. And not only against these Nazis, but against growing voices in the Democrat Party, the American media, and college campuses. I honestly never thought I'd see the day when recent Arab immigrants to our country, some illegal who have overstayed their student visas, the usual neo-Nazis in our country Black Lives Matter and other black nationalists and separatist groups, and yes, college students, including those attending our top Ivy League schools, carrying signs in our streets saying exterminate the Jews. Hitler was right, and carrying flags with swastikas in our cities throughout our country, and issuing letters and petitions in defense of a group like Hamas when it wasn't even done, slaughtering Jews as if we were witnessing the early days of the Third Reich. I honestly never imagined that the New York Times and the Washington Post and the other media corporations, how, despite how horrendous they are, and some of them around during the Holocaust, would repeat their history of abandoning the victims, the Jews, when they were facing extinction. So much for our free press standing up against tyranny. Meanwhile, the Biden administration, from Biden to Blinken, make these passionate statements about Hamas atrocities, virulent anti-Semitism, the history of the Jewish people, unconditional support for Israel, yet repeatedly lecture and even admonish Israel, including while standing next to the Israeli prime minister, that its response to this monstrous, unprovoked attack be met with proportionality. You mean an eye for an eye? A beheading for a beheading? What does this mean? And that the Israelis comply with the rules of war? Rules of war against Nazi terrorists? Who time and again slaughter Jews and say they won't stop until the Jews are exterminated? What rules of war? And even before the first Israeli tank moves into Gaza... The Israelis are to feed and medicate the Palestinians who live in Gaza while their own young men and women prepare for and undoubtedly will face a hellish war and massive casualties? I honestly never imagined that any American president would rearm an Iranian Nazi regime that threatens America, our country with nuclear annihilation and spends billions and billions on terrorism against our country in the pursuit of nuclear weapons and against the Israelis, among others, by intentionally allowing it to violate oil sanctions intended to economically strangle that regime to the tune of $70 billion. And two weeks before the attack, the attack on Israel makes a deal in which The Iranians are to receive $6 billion more. This would be the same regime that took American hostages, killed and maimed American soldiers in Iraq, attempted to assassinate Mike Pompeo and John Bolton. The immorality alone of making such a payment to such a regime is shocking. And now Hamas tells a Russian media outlet that it took hostages because it saw what Biden was willing to pay for them. And as of this writing that a single policy has been changed toward Iran, not one. The oil still flows, the money still goes in. This is worse than appeasement. This is worse than Neville Chamberlain. This is literally giving aid and comfort to the enemy. It is suicidal to our own nation and for Israel. Israel. The same Biden regime leaves our own borders wide open, overwhelmed with illegal aliens, including from the Middle East, with no vetting whatsoever. Millions of so-called gotaways with 100,000 American deaths a year from fentanyl, horrendous inhumanity unleashed on our own southern border and billions and billions of dollars lining the pockets of murderous drug cartels right on our border. yet no change in policy none none despite what we just saw joe biden is exposing our country to a terrorist calamity by the same terrorist regimes and terrorist groups who committed atrocities against the israelis and who committed atrocities against us on 911 and frequently for the last 20 years. We are a nation in decline. We've become a nation divided, even when it comes to our own survival. The domestic police state has become bolder, even attempting to imprison a former president, censor news and information. Arrest and threaten pro-American peaceful protesters. And brainwash our children against their own parents, against their own country, against our own history, against our own culture, and against their own mental, mental and physical well-being. The writing is on the wall. My recommendation to the Israelis for what it's worth Fight hard, defeat the enemy, or you will not survive. Keep your spirit and will to live and reject our incompetent and defeatist ruling class here in America that seeks to devour our own American patriotism and spirit. Do not allow the Biden regime, with all its blood on its hands, and especially the anti-Semitic State Department, the American and European media propagandists, America's pro, Hamas, Marxist professors and students. With student organizations funded by Qatar and other Arab regimes and terrorist supporting entities. And the Jew-hating wing of the Democrat Party. Don't let them dissuade you. Do whatever you need to do for your own survival. There was a time when we, in America, understood this. And we'd do whatever we had to do To protect our own country. Including in World War II when Japan and Germany were obliterated. Nearly wiped off the face of the earth. We were united. We loved our country. We intended to utterly destroy our enemies. And that is exactly what we did. Was that proportionate? Nobody asked and nobody cared. Did that violate the rules of war? What rules of war? Was Harry Truman a war criminal? Was Harry Truman a war criminal? When we fought so-called proportionate wars, we lost in Vietnam and we lost over 58,000 men. The communists control Vietnam. We lost Afghanistan. Now the Taliban controls Afghanistan after 21 years and the deaths and the horrendous industries <laughs> And the, and the casualties are obvious all around us every day. In Iraq. We lost many men in Iraq due to the Iranian regime that just received $6 billion. And many were horrendously wounded. That's now controlled by Iran. Did you know that? We in America have lost too many of our warriors and spilled too much blood fighting proportionate wars. The Israelis have no choice but to fight or die. I'll be right back. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592, that's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals com there's a call by Hamas writes Richard Goldberg to kill Jews tomorrow here in the United States and all over the world and so our white supremacist police forces and god do I feel sorry for our police officers what they've had to go through and what they keep going through But isn't that what the Democrats and the Marxist left in this country have done to them, called them? While they're being sent to protect synagogues and Jewish schools, many of which are in somewhat of a panic, even though there's no direct indication right now according to law enforcement. Panic is understandable though, isn't it? Now here's the key this threat was not issued from Hamas and Gaza Strip it came from Hamas and Qatar you see all the top officials of Hamas including its de facto terrorist leader live in five star hotels and villas in Qatar they're also subsidized by Qatar the vast majority of money that flows into the terrorist Hamas organization in Gaza comes from two sources Qatar and Iran. I bet you thought Qatar was an ally. Qatar tries to have it both ways. It's two faced, it funds terrorism while pretending to be friendly to the West. And that's exactly, exactly how they conduct themselves. More on that later. But it's very important that we think about this. Casualties of civilians in the Gaza Strip. Do you know that the Israeli government is trying to pressure the Egyptian government to open up the Rafah Pass? the major passageway from the Gaza Strip to Israel? Because the Gaza Strip borders Egypt. The Sinai Peninsula is very close. That's Egyptian. The Gaza Strip was Egyptian. Egypt refuses to open it. It allows a few thousand out And they blame the Israelis. They say it's not dangerous. They're bombarding the gate. The Israelis are saying, open the gate. Let the civilians out. They won't do it. So Egypt is feeding lines to America's media, saying that we'd like to do it, but the Israelis are creating a dangerous situation. The Israelis are coming as close to begging them as any nation can to open the damn gate and let the people out. Did you know this? Not a few thousand at a time, but Egypt is blocking them from leaving. The Biden administration says nothing about this. Neither do our media except when they regurgitate Egyptian talking points. Nobody's pressuring the Egyptian government but the Israelis and somewhat the Americans. Now, why is that? The Egyptians want nothing to do with the Palestinians. Isn't it noteworthy that not a single Arab country, not one, has offered to accept Gaza Palestinians, not one? Isn't it amazing that these same Arab countries are absolutely silent about Egypt keeping closed the main passageway for the Gaza Palestinians to get out of Gaza? Because Egypt doesn't want Gaza-Palestinians coming into their country. One more? Hamas Nazi leadership in Qatar has not asked Qatar or any Arab country to take any Gaza-Palestinians. Nor have Qatar or the Hamas Nazi leadership asked Egypt to stop blocking the Gaza-Palestinians from leaving. And of course the Egyptians could house hundreds of thousands of Gaza-Palestinians in the Sinai Peninsula. And no doubt the International Committee would assist with temporary housing and food, but this would mean that the Arab world actually wants to help Gaza-Palestinians, rather than use them as propaganda efforts to attempt to turn Israelis into oppressors. It's also noteworthy that the American and European media don't ask the Biden regime or other leaders of other countries around the world. Why aren't you pressuring the Egyptians? More when I return. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or a 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA Company Integrity Checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592. That's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious AugustaPreciousMetals.com.
0: Mark Levin, the most passionate conservative on radio. Talk with him now at 877-381-3811.
1: Let me try and reorganize my comments here. Not a single Arab country has offered to accept any Gaza Palestinians. Not one. Not one. Not one has said to Israel or the United States, we will, we will accept 5,000, 10,000, 100,000 Palestinian citizens who are not on the Israel terrorist list. We will accept not one. Not one Arab country has said to their fellow Arab country, Egypt, open the damn gate, the main passway, for the Gaza Palestinians so they can get out. Not one. The Hamas Nazi leadership that is safely ensconced in five-star hotels and villas with Labradinis in Qatar, our great ally, they've not asked Qatar or any Arab country to take any Gaza Palestinians. The Israelis are open to this right now, today, as I speak, this evening. Qatar and the Hamas Nazi leadership, they haven't asked Egypt to stop blocking the pathway out of the Gaza Strip and back into Egypt. Egypt could house hundreds of thousands of Gaza Palestinians right there in the Sinai Peninsula. The Israelis gave it back to them. Where would they stay? Where would they live? The international community, I have no doubt, if Egypt agreed to this, the Arab countries agreed to this, would assist with temporary housing and food and so forth. But here's the problem. This would mean that the Arab world actually wants to help these people rather than use the propaganda to attempt to turn Israelis into oppressors. It's also noteworthy that the New York Times, the Washington Post, NBC, ABC, and CBS have ignored this completely. Completely. In fact, at the press conferences, they don't even ask. The press secretary, whether it's Kirby or what's-her-face, what about the leaders of these Arab countries around the world? What about Egypt blocking the pathway there? They don't even report it. Yet because the Arabs will not provide refuge to the Gaza-Palestinians, And because the Qatar funding terrorist regime and the Iran funding Hamas terrorists wage war against Israel and Israel must now lose Lord knows how many soldiers in urban warfare in Gaza. The American media the American media will protect and use the propaganda because it's not a free press. Because it is sympathetic to the enemy. And our American media and the European media will report numbers. Israel will be told its response to the Hamas Nazis is disproportionate. And Blinken will continue to lecture Israel about the rules of war when fighting terrorists, who by the way don't follow any rules of war. Egypt refuses to open the Rafah Pass to allow the civilian population to leave. Not the Biden administration. Not congressional Republicans, for with a few rare and outstanding exceptions. Not our media are focusing on or pressuring Egypt. Instead, over and over and over again, we get the line about civilian casualties. I saw it today on cable TV, CBS, MSNBC, and so forth and so on. Talking about the casualties already. In fact, CBS interviewed a Gaza-Palestinian. They have no idea if this is a civilian or a terrorist because now the terrorists in Gaza are changing from their uniforms to civilian uniforms, that is civilian clothing. And much of the leadership isn't even in Gaza, they're in Qatar. Other members of the leadership are in Turkey, a NATO country, Turkey. Qatar is playing, as is Turkey, a disgusting two faced game. They pretend to be our allies. They pretend to be friendly. They have significant assets in our country and we in theirs. But all of Hamas's top leadership are living in luxury in either Qatar or Turkey. They are protected by Qatar and Turkey. And Qatar and Iran provide almost all the funds to Hamas. And our administration puts up with this fan dance. These two countries should be pressured to tell Hamas to release all the hostages right now. Qatar has enough assets in our country that we have enough leverage to threaten them. For all this talk in Turkey, that reprobate dictator, he needs us more than we need him. Now give us our Americans back and release all the other hostages, because we're not going to pay you any more money. Not six billion, not 1.9 billion, Nothing, not a nickel. Return them, but they won't believe Biden, because he just did the opposite. They would believe Reagan. Trump, a DeSantis, a Tim Scott, and so forth. And they should be told, Qatar and Turkey, those Hamas leaders have killed, and we're just counting, over 25 American citizens. They have kidnapped American citizens. They have raped American citizens. And we want them. We want them in shackles. And we want to try them and bring them to justice. You don't get to kill, kidnap, and rape American citizens. I remember the day when the world was scared to death. Not one. Not one. American citizen. You better not touch a hair on that person's head. Which is why when Reagan got elected, even before he was sworn in, this same Iranian regime released all our hostages, even though they held them for month after month after month after month month when Carter was president. And Reagan made this a campaign issue. When I'm president, I'll get those Americans. I'll get them out of Iran, no matter what it takes. No matter what it takes. And yet, what is America's response? You know, people are susceptible to propaganda techniques, to rhetoric. Speechwriters know this, bureaucrats know this, politicians know this. Some of the things Joe Biden has said after several days of saying virtually nothing, had been very passionate. What Blinken said over in Israel today was very passionate. He even talked about his Jewish heritage. But he also said this, which isn't getting the attention of the media, because, you know, it's the same media that censures so much of what we do or don't know. He said, as Prime Minister and I discussed, he's standing right next to Netanyahu, how Israel does this matters. We, democracy, distinguish ourselves from terrorists by striving for a different standard, even when it's difficult, and holding ourselves to account when we fall short. Our humanity, the value that we place on human life and human dignity, that's what makes us who we are. We count them among our greatest strengths. That's why it's so important to take every possible precaution to avoid harming civilians. And that's why we mourn the loss of every innocent life, civilians of every faith, every nationality who have been killed. In other words, I comment, it's only a matter of time before the Biden regime, their media, and the rest demand that Israel lose. Moral equivalency that he uses? Was one Nazi life the equivalent of one Jewish life? A man who was burned in an oven? There's no moral equivalency. He says we distinguish ourselves from terrorists by striving for a different standard. This man is a fool. Now you know why we surrendered in Afghanistan. Now you know why we're not prepared for communist China. Now you know why the borders wide open. These are sick people. Sick. We distinguish ourselves from terrorists. By destroying them. And they're terrorists. Not soldiers in war. They're terrorists specifically because we use that term. It's not a term of art, it's not a it's not a flippant term, it's a term of war. Because they don't follow the rules of war. They dress like civilians, they attack civilians intentionally. They commit atrocities intentionally. Whereas their victims, their victims, in most cases, are not. What I'm trying to say, their victims do not have an army to protect or to seek revenge. The Israelis do, and that's what upsets the left in America. Israel is to be supported if Israel is a victim. Israelis are to be supported if they die by the hundreds, if not thousands. We'll give money to charities, we'll give great speeches, we'll scratch our heads, we'll be passionate among one another, but if the Israelis rise up, unified, use their brains, use their brawn, Use their military to crush the enemy? They're treated as the terrorists. It's happening right now. NBC, CBS, CNN, New York Times, Washington Post. It's already begun before a single tank has crossed the border. Before a single tank has crossed the border. You media outlets, when you take the Hamas numbers on how many people have died or are dying in Gaza, I have a question for you. Why don't you show us the numbers? Have how many Gaza Palestinians or citizens will die from Hamas terrorists using them as human shields and placing them in and around bunkers, armaments, missile silos? around their infrastructure and hiding behind them. Why don't you make a, a distinction between how people are dying and who's killing whom? Because you're a bunch of sickening bastards and you never will and you don't give a damn. The media will not segregate their statistical counts because they can't and they don't care. And so in comes the moral equivalency. An IDF soldier killing a Nazi terrorist who decapitated a baby. That life is the equivalent of an IDF soldier, a 19 year old, who's called by his country to defend his family and his country. One for one. It's okay with the media as they hide out in the United States and in European capitals, the vast majority of whom are cowards, who write their editorials from Manhattan and Washington, D.C. That's okay. No problem. I'll be right back. Much Lubin. Have you been waiting to buy gold as an investment? Lots of commercials out there, but who can you really trust? I didn't want to make a bad investment, but didn't want to miss the boat either. Sound familiar? Fortunately, I've got great news. If you have an IRA or 401k and want to buy physical gold to diversify your investment, eliminate fear and uncertainty from the process, get the new Gold IRA Company Integrity Checklist. It helps you evaluate and choose the best gold IRA company. To get your free IRA company integrity checklist today, text LEVIN to 68592, that's L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Now, I trust Augusta Precious Metals and invested myself. Use this checklist to choose the best gold IRA company for yourself and see if you agree. To get your free gold IRA company integrity checklist today, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Again, text L-E-V-I-N to 68592. Text date and message rates may apply. Performance varies. Consult your financial professionals before making investment decisions and get risk disclosures at Augusta Precious Metals com one of the things I do when I'm on air is I turn off my phone people forget I'm on air from 6 to 9pm eastern time it's a good practice sometimes family forget friends and others and uh, I hadn't turned it off 10 minutes ago so it rang so I turned it off now Here's CNN headline before the first tank rolls into Gaza. Gaza crisis grows under intense bombardment as Israel retaliates against Hamas atrocities. First four four or five words. Gaza's humanitarian crisis deepened Thursday, and it goes on. I, I, I have to ask you folks something. Our country has changed so thoroughly and fundamentally when it comes to our own national security, our own national interest, supporting our allies, our whole mindset when it comes to enemies. Can you imagine this administration or the modern media during World War II? Can you imagine? It was bad enough when the New York Times was covering covering up the Holocaust and its chief correspondent in Berlin was sympathetic to the Third Reich. That was bad enough. It was bad enough when the Washington Post joined them in covering up the Holocaust, but now it's even worse. They take the side of the enemy. Humanitarian crisis in Gaza. Was there a humanitarian crisis in Germany? in Japan, Italy? Who the hell knows and who the hell cared? They attacked us. They needed to be defeated or we would lose. And Hitler would reign, and Tojo would reign, and Mussolini would reign. Do we want Hamas, Hezbollah, Iran, the Muslim Brotherhood, Islamic Jihad? Do we want them to reign over us? Well, there's one tiny little country (coughs) surrounded that is about to respond. And we are trying to cripple that country in our own American media and now the European media that picks up on the American media. Do not the American media have enough blood on their hands, American blood and Jewish blood from World War II? Do they...
0: deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin Welcome back America I am
1: let me put it this way I'm the most grateful man in this country the most grateful person in this country look at me I have you in the audience. You can't do any better than that. Oh, there are radio shows and TV shows and digital this and But I have you. And I am enormously grateful to each and every one of you. Jew and non-Jew. Patriotic American. People who understand the difference between good and evil. That's you. That's my audience. And I absolutely never and never have taken it for granted. And we stand together in peace and war. Whether we have little differences here and there. Not a lot really nothing that really matters. but We share the same principles, the same Judeo-Christian faith. And I say that to even the moderate Muslims who are appalled by what's taking place. It's because of our founding and and the principles of that faith that people of every faith can come to this country and practice their faith, unlike almost anywhere else on the world. On the planet, I am deeply grateful to be an American. In many ways, you and I are lucky. Those of, those of us who were born here, we're lucky. We're lucky. But that doesn't mean we don't understand right from wrong and good from evil. Even God Himself unleashed a wrath against people and individuals who deserved it. I don't know, was God's response. To what the Pharaoh in Egypt did? What the Pharaoh in Egypt did? Was that proportionate? When he told the Jews to mark their doors with red paint as he went through home after home after home of the Egyptians, killing their firstborn? Was that proportionate? We have a different situation now where we had terrorists going from home to home to home in Israel, killing everybody they could find in their homes. How do you think God would respond to that? I think we're about to find out. God acts in mysterious ways. Sometimes we understand it. Sometimes we don't. It doesn't matter if you have faith. If you have faith. The media aggregate are the mouthpiece of America's enemies, Israel's enemies, enemies of life, enemies of liberty. they routinely choose the wrong side. It's because our media is ideologically driven. Their pattern for bloodlust is unbelievable. Whether it's their role in promoting Stalin, whether it's their Role in covering up or justifying the slaughter of the Ukrainians in 1932 by Stalin? Millions starved to death. Whether it's their role during the Third Reich, during the Holocaust, as you've heard me discuss, as historians have written about. That is... What they did there is irredeemably horrific. In every Hamas attack on Israel, all they need to do is pull up what they wrote before, change the dates, change a few pieces of information here and there and spit it out. That's all they need to do. It's the same thing over and over again. Jews are supported if they're victims. They're opposed. If they're strong. Americans, we're supported if we're victims, but we're opposed if we really want to defeat the enemy and secure our borders. Perfect example is This AOC. AOC is a sickening Marxist anti-Semite who hates America, hates Israel, and I am fed up with her BS. I'm fed up with the media promoting her. I I am ashamed that this two-faced American-hating Jew-hater is anywhere near the floor of the House of Representatives. You think my words are tough? I'll go back and look at the videos and the photos of the atrocities committed against the Jews just five days ago. Didn't even take two weeks, five days ago. Then get back to me about my words. She says Israel needs to be prevented from ethnic, you better dump, Mr. Producer, you dump that word. Okay. Let me tell you something, you piece of ass. If Israel wanted to ethnically cleanse the Palestinians, Israel would drop one atomic bomb on the Gaza Strip and one in the Palestinian territories. They're not interested in ethically cleansing anyone or any people. Unlike the Israeli Jews, if Hamas had a nuclear weapon, if Islamic jihad had a nuclear weapon, if Hezbollah had a nuclear weapon, if Iran had a nuclear weapon, they would ethnically cleanse Israel which has been Netanyahu's warning for years against Obama and Biden and the rest of the reprobates. Israel has never said that we want to wipe out the Palestinians. Israel has never said we need to pursue nuclear weapons to wipe out the the Palestinians. They have nuclear weapons, even though they don't acknowledge it. Proportionality, says the Secretary of State. Proportionality, which has killed more Americans in these wars that we fight and don't want to win than one can imagine. Than one can imagine. Proportionality. Now if he really meant proportionality... The Israeli Jews would go into Gaza and target the families, slaughter them, rape them, behead them, bring them to Tel Aviv, drag them through the streets, kidnap them. That's proportionality, is it not? That's an eye for an eye. Instead, they're using their jets to try to take out known Hamas terrorist locations, weapons locations, leadership locations, any that are still there. And they're trying to take out some of the buildings so when they do hand to hand combat, they won't lose as many of their young, red blooded Israeli. Men as they otherwise would. And they know going into this operation that the casualties are going to be huge. You even hear the media say the casualties are going to be massive. You hear experts in military activity, people, special forces guys say, I don't know how they're going to do this. Everybody knows this. And everybody knows Hamas wants this. And the main passageway is being blocked by the Egyptians. They don't want these Palestinians in Egypt. None of them. Not a single Arab country has said, hey, we'll take 10,000, we'll take 20,000. Not one. Not a single European country has said, we'll take the Palestinians, and God knows we won't. Which is fine by me. But why don't the Arabs? Who are so self-righteous about human lives. How many of the Arab countries have condemned Hamas? For the atrocities. Not one. How many Arab countries have told Hamas? Protect your citizens. Don't use them as fodder. Not One. Not one has accepted any Palestinians. You haven't even heard the Palestinian Authority say, we'll accept Palestinians out of the Gaza Strip, because they hate each other. So it all falls on tiny little Israel with 7 million Jewish citizens. They're not all battle age citizens. There's babies, there's women, and so forth and so on. They've called up 360,000 of their citizens. Their economy's going to tank. Now you need to be proportionate, Israel. Don't ethnically cleanse the Palestinians. You need to feed and medicate the Palestinians in Gaza. Well, why do they have to? Where's Hamas? Hamas takes all the money. The leaders of Hamas, as I said, they live in Qatar and Turkey. They live in five-star hotels. They live in villas. They're kids of Lamborghinis. This has all been documented. They don't give a damn. You won't read that in the New York Times. They're hiding it. You won't read that in the Washington Post. They're hiding it. And the pictures will come in. Even before the first tank goes into Gaza. This low-life punk moron. AOC. Talks about ethnic cleansing of the Palestinians. How many Palestinians have the Hamas Palestinians murdered since they've been in office? Since they seized power in twenty oh seven? Anybody know? Nobody knows, because nobody cares. How many Palestinians has Abbas, the moderate, who was a terrorist leader, and the so called Palestinian attack? How many has he murdered? Nobody knows. Nobody cares. I say this to Hamas. Let your people go. Let your people go. Where are they going to go? This is what the Israel. Where are they going to go? The Israelis are telling and asking the Egyptians, open the damn gate so these people can get out. That's the main passageway. And then Egypt puts out the propaganda that Israel is attacking the gate. And of course our media run with it i will be right back. Much love in. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this Cause and you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just twenty bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to PureTalk.com/Levin L-E-V-I-N and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit PureTalk.com/Levin PureTalk.com/Levin and switch to Pure Talk today in less than ten minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way. Of course, CBS has a photo of one, two, three, four, five, six Palestinian men, two, three, four, five, seven, and one of them is looking at a body bag. And the headline is These are Gaza Palestinians. A civilian in Gaza says Israel's is wiping us out over Hamas terror. With a media like this, we would never have won World War II. There's just no way. There's simply no way. Because this is a pinprick compared to what we did in World War II. Pinprick. We could never have won. You don't hear a single Republican talking like one of these Hamas-supporting Democrats. Not one. There's something about the Democrat Party that attracts the anti-Semites. The Hate America crowd. There's something about that party, and this is why the Democrat Party hates America. Mark, you're hawking about. It. I'm not hawking a damn thing. I just think we got to try and save our country and win the war of words, win the war of ideas. Since most of us are not going to be in Israel fighting that war, we have a war on the home front. Whose ideas are right? Whose principles are right? Who are the propagandists? Who throw in with the enemy? And why do they do it? They're fighting the war of words right now. They're fighting the war of ideas right now. They're fighting the war of ideology and principle right now. We must engage them. We must defeat them on that level. That's what we're doing here. That's what I'm doing with the Democrat Party Hates America. We need you. We need you now. I'll be right back. I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this cause. And you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just 20 bucks a month offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com Levin L-E-V-I-N and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit puretalk.com Levin puretalk.com L-E-V-I-N and switch to Pure Talk today in less than 10 minutes. It's the right move and it's the American way.
0: Conservatism with passion. The Mark Levin Show. Call in now. 877-381-3811.
1: Now, 29 nations, even little nations, 29 nations have sent special forces of their own, or military forces, into Israel to get their people out. We haven't done any of that. I came here tonight with a notice that was provided to Americans who want to get out of Israel, who want to leave Israel, from our State Department, which told them to get commercial flights. And to keep your receipts. And also told them to get your commercial flights and that you'll pay for your flights. You need to reimburse the government. For meals, housing and the commercial cost of the flight. Well, before I could come on air, was exposed, made the rounds. And this is what it takes with this administration. You have to humiliate them. You have to expose them. So now they said, basically, forget about all that. But find your way out. Find your way out. Other governments sent in troops or special forces or just even bureaucrats. We did nothing. And this is a good time to remind ourselves that there were Americans who were taken hostage by the Taliban that we've never heard from again. Americans. In Afghanistan. And how does this administration intend to rescue our hostages? I'd be stupid if I told you that publicly. The only reason they get a question like that is because they didn't rescue all Americans from Afghanistan. Americans know this. We have a long memory. We have a long memory on this stuff. Now, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention something. And I'm saying this because I believe it. While the rest of the media are propagandists for the enemy some in small ways some in large but they're not full throated for our ally and the victims in Israel I am proud of conservative talk radio I am proud national hosts regional hosts local hosts almost to a man and woman podcasters so many the voices of liberty the voices of freedom the voices of sanity the voices that the democrats and the democrat state constantly seeks to shut down i am proud of fox news They have done a fantastic job, including its news team, including its primetime hosts. They have been unbelievable. I am proud of the New York Post, of the Washington Examiner, of the Washington Times of National Review, of the Wall Street Journal editorial page, of the New York Sun, and so many others that are explicitly conservative publications. I am proud of Cumulus Westwood One in this day and this time So far, so good. So far, so good. I am proud of the Blaze. The Daily Wire. The Daily Caller. Right Scoop. Breitbart. Town Hall. Just the news. So many other sites... And I apologize if I haven't mentioned you. It's not for a lack of wanting to. I am proud of independent media, conservative media, their news and their editorial personnel Newsmax, OAN, Sinclair. I'm proud of all of you. I am proud of the hosts who speak the truth. I am proud of the guests who speak the truth. I couldn't be prouder. And most of all, I'm proud of you folks. Moral, ethical, law-abiding... I don't care what race you are, never done, never have. I don't care what faith you are, never have, never do. I don't care. We know we're red blooded Americans, that's all I care about. We know we're blessed to be in this country and we're pushing back. I tell you ideas do have consequences you see in our streets today I will discuss this more at length on my Fox shows over the weekend. These protesters are not student protesters at all. They are violent. They are funded, these organizations, students for justice in Palestine. They're funded by Qatar. They're funded by and have links to various organizations, like Hamas groups. Many of them here on student visas. Not surprising under this administration, is it? We have a problem, as I said on day one, on our college campuses. All we do is pour hundreds of billions of dollars into these campuses and we leave them alone? No. They don't get to hide terrorist activists, America-hating Marxists behind the notion of academic freedom when these people are trying to destroy our country and destroy our academic freedom. These are thugs, like Nazi thugs, just a different time, just a different language, just different garb. But they are what they are. And I'm calling on state legislatures and governors across the country. Particularly those that are Republican. Why are you funding this? I asked you this in my book, American Marxism. Why are you funding this? We know it's here. We know it's predictable. We know who they are. We know what they're doing. The idea that this has anything to do with our Constitution. The irony is they hate our Constitution. They hate the men who wrote it and ratified it. They're trying to destroy it and replace it. We're not attacking the First Amendment. Or academic freedom. They are. Stop apologizing. Stop cowering. Where are the state legislatures in this country? Where are the Republicans in the state legislatures in this country? Where are the governors? Where are the Republican governors in this country? Where's your oversight? Why do they get a free pass on these universities? Where we pass hundreds of billions of dollars of our hard-earned money, of our property taxes, to fund the enemy, The enemy within. Why do we do that? Well, we need to stop it. Why are there 200 college campuses that provide funding? A platform, a home to students for justice in Palestine with their terrorist links, with their mission, with their Qatar connections. Why are we doing that? We talk about Confucius Institutes, and we should. But we have Confucius Institutes on our college campuses. We have Students for Justice in Palestine on our college campuses. What the hell is going on that we tolerate this? We don't have to. Don't bow to the words academic freedom when people are Marxists supporting terrorists. That's our death. That's our death. State legislatures have a role. Where the hell are they? Has anybody, any Republican, introduced a bill to deal with this with respect to federal tax dollars? No, in the House, there's still a fight. I'm going to tell you something. You know damn well I was right about this. Matt Gates and these seven other stooges, they blew up The Republican majority in the House of Representatives, they do not have an alternative strategy. They don't care. They've drawn attention to themselves. They pretend to be the real conservatives.
0: They're the real
1: conservatives. And now there's talk about a joint leadership in the House. I warned you about this. I told you these guys were frauds, that they're not conservatives, that they haven't done a damn thing for conservatism. They haven't done a damn thing for this country. Certainly not in Congress. Many of their names you can't even remember. And here we are. I'll be right back.
0: Much love in
1: I have to tell you something that speaks to the very core of our values as Americans. About a veteran-owned company on a mission to make a real difference in the lives of our military members. And of course, I'm talking about our great sponsor, Pure Talk. I absolutely love what they're doing. Our veterans gave everything to protect our nation, and Pure Talk understands the sacrifices they've made. Now, they've set an ambitious goal to eliminate $10 million in military debt by Veterans Day. But they can't do it alone. They need your help. When you switch to Pure Talk's lightning-fast 5G network, they'll donate a portion of every new order to this Mobile cause and you can make a real difference just by choosing superior cell phone service. And Pure Talk's plans start at just twenty bucks a month, offering unlimited talk, unlimited text, more data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to PureTalk.com/Levin L-E-V-I-N and make the switch. Let's rally together, show our unwavering support for our veterans, get the best service at the best price as well. Visit PureTalk.com/Levin PureTalk.com/Levin and switch to Pure Talk today in less than ten minutes. It's the right move, and it's the American way when we come back I'm going to play for you folks an exchange between the president of Israel who's considered a moderate and it's largely a uh, well a, a sort of a customary position doesn't have any significant substantive role man's name is Isaac Herzog he also had a very famous father he's the Israeli president And I want you to hear an exchange, if you haven't already, between this fairly moderate individual and the media. And what's going on now? This is the British media. There's no difference between our media and European media. They all suck, to be perfectly honest with you. Only a minute or so left. So I want to ask the New York Times and the rest. When you put out those statistics, which you're already doing on the Gaza Strip, would you tell us how many of those people who are dead are terrorists? and how you know whether they are or not since now the terrorists are putting on civilian clothing can you tell us we can tell you how many Israelis were slaughtered who were citizens who were mothers who were children and tell us how many people died in your statistics as a result of the intentional use of Palestinians by Hamas Palestinians to kill them I'll be right back
0: Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello,
1: America. Mark Levin here, our number, 87 well, it's not fair. I'm not going to take calls, but I am going to take some calls tomorrow. This I promise, because you all have been very, very patient. So I will take calls tomorrow in the third hour. So those of you on hold or those of you calling in, I apologize. I told you Isaac Herzog is the Israeli president. He's considered sort of a centrist moderate. He was at a press conference today. And I want to give a hat tip to Breitbart had had this on their site blazed it, all the great sites let's get started cut one go
2: we are working operating militarily according to rules of international law period unequivocally but we're at war we are at war we are at war with at our we are defending our homes we're protecting our homes that's the truth and then when a nation protects its home it fights and we will fight until we'll break their backbone.
1: Cut two.
3: Becky Anderson from CNN. The collective punishment of a civilian population amounts to a war crime under international law. Uh, the U.S. has warned Israel to uphold laws of war.
2: But Is I just answered, listener? Becky, you haven't heard probably their reply to ITV. And I'm quite disappointed that that's what you're asking instantaneously. Haven't you seen? You've seen. You're all, seen. You were all there. You've seen. So now we're starting with the rhetoric about uh, 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 war crimes. Really? Truly? Truly? What do you mean? Truly? You see, I just said that Israel abides by international law, operates by international law. Every operation is secured and covered and reviewed legally. With all due respect, I truly believe that this comes totally out of context.
1: It's unbelievable. CNN. And you know what's interesting to me? Not a single host at CNN objects or resigns. I would object and resign. That now CNN has moved into full, full full-throated defense of the enemy. CBS and NBC have now moved into full-throated defense of the enemy. And they're not alone, and I will keep monitoring them. I will continue to expose them to the rest of the country. Because this is our battle, America, the truth. The American media that pretends that they stand between us and tyranny. When they stand for tyranny, they stand between us and liberty. We're going to push back on the media every day, in every way. We're going to push back on these terrorist finance, Hamas connected phony students groups every day and in every way.
3: More, cut two, go. Let me first of all say that there's an enormous amount of genuine, authentic sympathy for Israel and for what your country is going through right now. But listening to your answers in the last few minutes I'm a little confused. Because on one hand you say that Israel abides by the rules of war and is very careful to avoid the loss of civilian life in the Gaza strip but at the same time you seem to hold the people of Gaza responsible let me let me hold on there a second
1: well why aren't they responsible they elected this government of course the government wouldn't leave but everybody knew about hamas everybody knew about them when they elected them But of course the people are responsible, just as the people of Germany were responsible for Hitler, just as the people of Japan were responsible for Tojo, the people of Italy were responsible for, and it goes on and on and on. I don't understand. You know, it's amazing the Brits have not learned from their own history, from Neville Chamberlain. ...to Winston Churchill. They have not learned from their own damn history. I shouldn't say the Brits. The British press is as lousy as ours. And he says he doesn't understand. I don't understand why the rules of law apply to terrorists... ...when in fact the rules of law don't apply to terrorists. The rules of law do not apply to terrorists. Go ahead. No, well, I'll tell you. Do
2: you hold a missile in your kitchen... In your living room. Then can I ask my question? A missile sir. that is sent on our head here.
3: And if there will be a siren, it's a missile from okay. that kitchen. My, my question is this, if I may. You seem to hold the people of Gaza, the civilians of Gaza, responsible for not removing Hamas. And therefore, by implication, that makes them legitimate targets. Look how sick no,
1: this is. This is why I read about Maddie Freeman in my book on Freedom of the Press to you the other night. Where she says what happens here. Is groupthink with the American press, with the international press, one tries to outdo the other. They all say the same thing to each other. They all essentially write the same thing. This is the script. It always turns out the same way. And she was right, or he rather was writing for the Associated Press, Mattie Freeman. And Mattie Freeman didn't much like the government that was in place at the time in Israel. But Manny Freeman knew it was taking place with the media.
2: And that's exactly what's happening now. Go ahead. I did not say that. I want that. to make it clear. I was asked something about separating civilians from Hamas. But with all due respect, with all due respect, if you have a missile in your kitchen and you want to shoot it at me, am I allowed to defend myself? Yes. No one that's is, the situation. No one is denying the These right missiles to to are there. Yourself. These missiles are launched. The button is pressed. Okay. The missile comes out from the kitchen. Hold on a minute.
1: Say, this is not a reporter, he's an advocate. How do you separate the Hamas terrorists from the Palestinian people that live there? Now, just use your own heads. This reporter knows that's an impossibility. So for the Israelis, you try to avoid civilian deaths, but you can't avoid civilian deaths when they're hiding behind their civilians, when they're putting their munitions. Notice there's not a single question of how to avoid the death of IDF soldiers. Not one. There's not a single question about how will the IDF soldiers be able to protect themselves if they can at all. When they go into this hellhole Of terrorist booby traps, of terrorists dressed up as citizens. Notice that doesn't even cross their lips. You know why? You want to know the truth? They don't give a crap about the lives of Jews, let alone the lives of the IDF soldiers. They could care less. They give you the line of course we all care, it was horrendous, but, but, but. So why did Hamas build? 300 miles worth of underground tunnels in order to attack Israeli civilians? Why did they take money from their Palestinian civilian refugees that was intended for them to do this? Why won't the Egyptians open the pathway so the citizens, quote-unquote, can get out? Why won't a single Arab nation offer to take Palestinians out of the Gaza? No, it's Israel, you see. Are they going to follow the rules of law? I have a question. Why the hell should they? They should follow their own rules, do whatever they have to do to survive, and eliminate this cancer from the body politic, from the planet. That's the rule of law. You damn fools. Go ahead.
3: Are you there, Mr. Producer? But, but the question is this. Ultimately, you can't remove the people of Gaza. They're going to be stuck in this neighborhood. So we have like to fight. Online. What do you want us to do? Well, so
2: we tell them, get what, out, and we fight against the launchers. Eventually,
3: What happens eventually? Right? Once this war is over now, you're going to have to live with Is them this not frustrating side. to you, folks?
1: It's incredible. I'm just telling you, the, the war... Over words and the war over what's taking place will determine whether this war is won or lost. And I will sit behind this microphone. I will sit behind my Blaze or in front of my Blaze camera, my Fox camera, and we will push back. I'll be right back.
0: Mark Levin.
1: You know, folks, Charles Payne is one of my favorite guests on TV and radio. He's just a stand-up guy. He doesn't mess around. He knows what he's talking about. And I wanted to bring him on the program this evening. He's got a brand-new book called Unbreakable Investor. And you can get it at unbreakableinvestor.com, and we'll have that on our social sites. Charles Payne, welcome to the program. I I wanted to have you on to talk about your book in the context of this. You see what's going on in our country. You see what's going on all around the world. People are probably very nervous about their own security, including their financial security. Unbreakable invest, investor, under circumstances like this, when the economy's kind of going to hell and you see all this breaking out, what is your advice to my audience?
4: The advice is to stay the course, but do it very smartly by the way thank you for that great introduction mark um you know I, I i call i call myself sort of the pie piper of the stock market but i don't promote the stock market you know the stock market to me is like going to the mall you don't buy any you don't buy you don't go into every single store in the mall it's a place to exchange to buy and sell stock my big focus is on people the audience your audience investing in companies becoming part owner of great companies, particularly when their stock, their share price are undervalued as bad as things are in this country, we'll still be a 23, 25 trillion dollar economy. There will clearly be companies out there that provide services that we all want and we all desire. And so I've been doing this for close to 40 years as a broker, as an analyst uh, with my own research firm. And I've helped individual investors for close to four decades And, of course, people now stop me in the street, and invariably they always say, yeah, I'm not in the market, I'm afraid of the market. And I, You know, I always look at a market, and they're wearing a Nike shirt or a hat with Caterpillar on it. I'm like, well, where'd you get that hat? My grandfather gave it to my father, and he gave it to me. I'm like, you know what? You guys love the company that much. If you own the stock when your grandfather gave your father that hat, you guys would own half of Manhattan. So, uh, listen, these (laughs) these periods were... (laughs) These periods that we're going through are tough. In my book, on page 63, begins the chapter, Geopolitics, War, and Conflict. Uh, We know there are going to be these sort of ups and downs. Uh, Essentially, though, humankind wins out. I mean, what we saw over the weekend was so barbaric. I I get goosebumps, honestly, right now at this very moment thinking about it, and that we that people, human beings, are still capable in this modern age of doing that to other human beings, and we're going to prevail. Humanity is going to prevail over that.
1: Well, I think if we're vigilant, pretty much if we're steady, like you are talking about investing, stick to your principles and uh, keep pushing, and don't don't be diverted from your focus and so forth. The average person out there who may not be in stock. But they have an IRA and they have a 401K. Maybe they're in government instruments or something like that. Is that a smart thing?
4: It's a smart thing if you don't want to do any work. Um, You know, this is my third book, and this is a companion book to my prior book. And it's a a fair amount of work. It's not, you know, it's not a second job. uh, And it's probably on par with someone who does uh, fantasy football. And you have to ask yourself, do you want outsized gains, uh, the, the kind of gains that can change your life? Really, it's not a get-rich-quick book. But my whole thing, and I start the book off with a, an ode to my grandparents, Mark, who owned a farm in Alabama, bought it in 1951. And, you know, you can imagine they had pretty tough time. Uh, anyone who owned who owned a farm down there had a tough time, but a black family who who saved up. But I just want to read you what they what they took to have their piece of the American pie. Just a little bit of the deed. And, uh, so they gave over everything uh, unencumbered, no liens. Uh, one red horse mule named Red. One gray horse mule named Jack. One two horse wagon. One hay mover. One hay press. Uh, they gave mixed cattle nine head of mixed cattle. One black saw hog, uh, all of these things they gave over just to have their own piece of the American dream. Mm. And so when people talk about risk, when people talk about, you know, it's one thing to to say I can't do it or to be intimidated. The industry is designed for everyone to be intimidated. So you hand your money over to a so-called expert, which is fine if that's what you want to do. Mm -hmm. But I am of the firm belief that if you buy and own great companies and manage your portfolio, that you can... Build a foundation for the next generation.
1: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, taxes and so forth. You write about how all these implications affect what's going on. The Trump taxes are gonna be lifted in about a year, year and a half, tax cuts that is. So how do you plan for that? What do you do? Do you do anything?
4: Well, it depends
1: on who you are, what
4: tax bracket you're in. From an investing point of view, um, again, this is why you look at individual companies. Many companies are smart. They're doing different things to take advantage, or not take advantage, but to get in front of that, so to speak. Really, the bigger issue right now, to be quite frank with you, is the government spending. Mm -hmm. This is the biggest threat to the stock market and our economy and our prosperity. We are now at the point where Wall Street can no longer ignore what's happening in Washington, D.C., Yesterday, they auctioned off 10-year bonds. It was, a, it was an unmitigated disaster. Today, they auctioned off 30-year bonds. It was a far worse disaster. The stock now, what market that is rallying. Mean? What does that so mean? So the government, the government raises money by offering these bonds, which are promissory notes. Uh, and, you know, Sometimes you can hold them for five years, two years. Ten years are the mo- most common. Those are the ones that are held by you know, most people. And then 30-year bonds. And then they auction them. So they went to auction them today and there's hardly no buyers for them. And because there's no buyers, they have to offer higher yields. And these and this higher yield, higher interest rate and environment is what's destroying everyone. The house you could have bought, you could have bought a house for five hundred thousand dollars four years ago, three years ago. That yeah. the same amount of money and the same monthly payment, you might be able to get a house for two hundred fifty grand right now. The American dream is being trampled on. But the problem is our government is spending at such an incredible rate right now. And, again, there was a time when Wall Street looked the other way. Mm-hmm. They can no longer look the other way because the buyers of our bonds, the Federal, the Federal Reserve was the main buyer. But they can't buy anymore. They want the economy to come down. So they're not buying. After that, Japan was the number two buyer. Well, Japan has its own issues, and now they're letting their yields go up. So Japanese buyers are now saying, hey, I'll just buy Japanese bonds. China's been an aggressive seller. Brazil's a seller. Saudi Arabia is a seller. Mm. There are no buyers for our debt.
1: Now, I want to hold you over. I want to remind people the book is Unbreakable Investor. You go to unbreakableinvestor.com. It's on all my social sites now, all the platforms. That's where you get it. Unbreakableinvestor.com investor.com and investor.com. and my question when we come back is this can we possibly be headed into another Great Depression
0: we'll be right back if Mark has banned you from the show we have a special number you can call to reach him 877-381-3811 we're here with
1: really a good man Charles Payne his book you know, sometimes people write books that are sort of theoretical. I know I've written some. But they write books about themselves and only about themselves. And maybe you don't get a whole lot out of it. This book you're going to get a whole lot out of. Uh, if you have a home. If you have a loan. If you have a credit card. If times are tough. If you have an IRA, a 401k. This is the man, this is the book. UnbreakableInvestor.com, com. It's on all my social sites by our friend Charles Payne. So I read a piece, Charles. I, I forget what it was. It was a prominent business site. And the gentleman was writing things that, that caught my attention. I read it to the audience, which is this. Interest rates skyrocketing. The Fed's going to push them up the, up more to try and deal with fiscal policy where the Congress just keeps spending and spending and spending. So his point was, with interest rates going up and going higher, we have inflation-oriented spending that doesn't want to stop. In fact, it wants to increase. Congress wants to increase it. And then we have individuals who uh, have have less savings than in recent times, who are really being pinched on the basics. And he says, I'm concerned that the the elements are coming together. And my my concern is this. When we had a similar situation with inflation from Carter and Reagan took over, you know, Volcker pushed up the interest rates, but Reagan slashed taxes because his view was you can't choke off the economy altogether. So people have money in their pocket to spend, and you grow your way out of this while trying to control the monetary side. But we're not doing that. What's your take on this?
4: Well, I I think you you laid it out perfectly. So, and before the break, you mentioned the, uh, the Great Depression. So let's go back to that because we're, we're in a position right now, Mark, where we can have a roaring 2020s and amazing prosperity for Americans. Or we can go into something that is extraordinarily ugly. Um, back then, the stock market was on fire and the Federal Reserve went into action to slow it down, to slow down the economy, just like they're doing right now. And they went too far and the stock market crashed. After the stock market crashed, people panicked. So you had several you had four distinct panics that runs on the bank. We had a run on the bank earlier this year, Silicon Valley Bank, uh, which is one of the biggest banks uh, in the country, it was. and they ran into trouble. Uh, and of course they were bailed out. They, they weren't bailed out their depositors were bailed out above the 250,000 level because they're the elites of the world. There's Silicon Valley, right? These are the top donors of the Democratic Party. If it was the Bank of Montana, the Bank of Bismarck, they would have just let them go out. And and whoever had more than $250,000, too much, too bad Mm -hmm. luck, right? So this is the scenario. Because President Biden tried this thing called modern monetary theory, this is the notion or theory that because government can print money, why does it limit itself? Why doesn't it cure all the things that ail the nation? You need a house, we'll print you the money. You want something, we'll print you the money. Just print, 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 print. And maybe if there's any signs of inflation, tax the rich. We lived this experiment. And I always equate it to the movie The Hangover. It was fantastic for a while. You look in your mailbox and there's another 1,400 bucks. (laughs) Okay, let's go to the mall. And on top of it, the president of the United States said, don't pay your rent. Don't pay your student loans. Take that money and go to Cabo with it. So yeah, the first year, the economy looks phenomenal. Nominal growth is through the roof. But then we are living the hangover, which is deadly because no one knows how to stop it. We've never dealt with this kind of money before. I mean, it's kind of a problem. So now... Money supply. We've never had a this sharp decline in money supply. One of the reasons for that is that I I mentioned bonds earlier. What the Mm -hmm. Federal Reserve will normally do is buy bonds when they and when they mature, they'll buy more bonds. Well, they're just letting them mature. So they're sucking money out of the economy. Mm -mm -mm. But the problem is the fiscal policies you mentioned. They won't stop spending. So on the other and the other side of this, of course, is people got sucked into this. Uh, you know, it's kid, people who had student loans and didn't pay them. Well, guess what? They owe they owe the student loan still, but now on average, they've also added another five hundred in debt. If you remember, maybe when Obama was in president, and this is something that was amazing that Nancy Pelosi admitted this, that they wanted to increase the food stamps. And so when one of the reporters asked why, she said, "Well, it's the multiplier effect." The multiplier effect, yeah. If we give people one dollar in food stamps, they'll spend a dollar fifty. The same thing applied to all the programs that President Biden put in. So if I send you fourteen hundred dollars and you go to the mall, guess how much you would spend? Two grand. Fourteen hundred you got and another six grand maybe on the on a credit card. Mm-hmm. So now credit card debt is at an all time high, one one trillion. Auto loans are at an all time high, one point five eight trillion. Student loans are still at $1.58 trillion. Interest rates are the highest they've been, 22% on credit cards. Store cards are as much as 33%. So we've been having this big party, this entire, the entire country, and now it's time to pay. It is an ugly, scary, dangerous, and it's going to be a very painful lesson for a whole lot of people.
1: Painful. So the average person out there, or the people listening to this audience, how do they prepare for that? If it gets painful.
4: Well, it's going to get painful. I just hope that many of them were disciplined. Um, mm-hmm. But it's going, to be, it's going to be hard to see because we have, and I've never heard this term before. Uh, I just heard this term for the first time uh, after President Biden put all this money out there, all the STEMI checks, excess savings. <laughs> I, I grew up poor. Anything we had extra, extra we put in a coffee jar, <laughs> and, you know, in a cookie jar, on their pillow. I never knew there was such a thing as excess savings, but apparently this excess savings. This country had $2 trillion in excess savings. That's how much money was pumped into the nation on top of regular savings. All the <laughs> excess savings is gone. It's all migrated to the top 1% of the 1%. And then our regular savings rate is under 4%. On average, you need 11% for a healthy economy. So it's, so regular folks, if they if they bought into this, and most a lot of people did, not most, a lot of people did, and they took those trips to Cancun, or they went to Miami for the weekend, or whatever they did to have a great time. They spent three grand on Taylor Swift tickets. It's a once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. opportunity. Well, they're going to be in trouble. And what I hope, and I'm really, really concerned about, what I'm really afraid of, is that Come election time, the offer will be, the, 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 the Faustian offer from President Biden will be, hey, well, let's, let's reload. reelect me. I'll get around the Supreme Court. After all, I've, I've mitigated Congress's power. Let me push the Supreme Court out the way, and we'll find a way to pay off those student loans. We'll find a way that you don't have to pay all of these bills. That will be the offer. If Americans buy it, then guess what? We deserve what we get.
1: And it could get very, very ugly because, uh, by the way, I want to tell you this book. I strongly encourage you to get it. It'll help you make your own plans and understand what's taking place. Unbreakableinvestor.com, unbreakableinvestor.com. We'll put the link on all my social sites. I encourage you to get it. I encourage you to get it, to read it, inform yourself, and perhaps do something uh, that can help you uh, in the years ahead. Whatever happens to the economy, and I trust nobody better than uh, Charles Payne. So finally, Charles Payne, I have this question for you. This is not a book you can get at a normal, although many of them are abnormal, retail outlet, right? You can go to this right. link, and where else can you find it? Uh, it's
4: just mostly there. There'll be some copies on Amazon, but they'll be overpriced. Uh, the book is free on the website, but uh, people do have to pay for shipping and handling. That's
1: amazing. That's amazing. You said the book is free on the website? You just have to pay shipping and handling? Right. Unbre- I already got one free. I didn't even have to pay for shipping and handling. But, folks, shipping and handling? I'll cover I mean, is...
4: copy when it comes up. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Unbreakableinvestor.com. Unbreakableinvestor.com. Get your free copy. All you have to do is pay for shipping and handling. I don't know. It seems to me I'd run to the, uh, to the link and, and make my order and get it. And uh, I want to thank you. You're always a terrific guest. You're always rock solid, understandable, and my audience loves you. So thank you, Charles Payne, and God bless you, my friend.
4: You too. Thank you so much, Mark.
1: All right. You be well. All right, Mr. Reducer, where am I now? All right. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. Netanyahu today, standing next to a quizzling by the name of Anthony Blinken, who has spearheaded the destruction of more countries and more lives than really any secretary of state in modern memory. Cut four, go.
5: Hamas has shown itself to be an enemy of civilization. The massacring of young people in an outdoor music festival, the butchering of entire families, the murder of parents in front of their children and the murder of children in front of their parents, the burning of people alive, the beheadings, the kidnappings of a young boy, not only kidnapped, molested, hurt, attacked, and the sickening display of celebrating these horrors, the celebration and glorification of evil. President Biden was absolutely correct in calling this sheer evil. Hamas is ISIS, and just as ISIS was crushed, so too will Hamas be crushed. And Hamas should be treated exactly the way ISIS was treated. They should be spit out from the community of nations. No leader should meet them. No country should harbor them. And those that do should be sanctioned.
1: And why are we not sanctioning Qatar right now? I'm going to be on this for a long time, too. Some little inbred monarchy, if you will, Qatar, in which the British found oil. Under their little sand dune decades ago. They and Iran funding Hamas. This administration, people that they're doing everything they can. No, they're not. They haven't changed one whit of their policies. And then to watch these Democrats on Capitol Hill circle the wagons to defend Biden. This guy, Mark Warner, who talks like, uh, like he's a buffoon. Dan Goldman comes back from Israel, circles the wagons, even defends Talib. These Democrats, for them, the country is the party. And under no circumstances, no circumstances are they going to show a crack. Any weakness? Any weakness? Cut five, go.
5: I say to you, I say to all of us, there will be many difficult days ahead. But I have no doubt that the forces of civilization will win. And the reason that's true is because we understand what is the first prerequisite of victory. It's what you just said in our meeting. Moral clarity. This is a time, a particular time, a special time, that we must stand tall, proud, and united against evil. Tony, you are taking that stand America is taking that stand. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, America, for standing with Israel today, tomorrow, and always. Mm -hmm.
1: Lloyd Austin at a press conference today asked if U.S. intelligence, do we have some kind of early warning or anything? Cut, seven, go.
0: In terms of... uh, Early warning or, or, or our uh, uh, indi- indications and warning that we may have had to uh, that this was going to occur, of course, will if we if we had those indications, we would share them with our with uh, with Israel. Uh, but uh, to my knowledge, we did not. Uh, Which see that. gives
1: the lie to the idiot Mike McCall, the chairman, Republican of the House, whatever they call it, the Foreign Policy Committee. Who takes the propaganda from Egypt, given to our intelligence, spews it out like it's fact. Tell me something, ladies and gentlemen. Would the Egyptians tell the United States, who they're closer with than the Israelis, about a possible attack before they would tell the Israelis, Mr. Bedusa? I mean, we do have our soldiers in the region. We have soldiers in Syria. We have 200,000 Americans in Israel. Don't you think the Egyptians would tell United States intelligence, tell their counterpart, the Secretary of Defense and the Secretary of State, about what might take place? You might want to get your Americans out of here. That's what we're hearing. But instead, they are blocking the passageway out of Gaza for the citizens of Gaza because they don't want Palestinians in Egypt. In fact, none of the over 20 Arab stations, uh, uh, nations— in that area, want any Palestinians. I'm waiting for Ayah to talk about that, and I'm really not waiting for her. What a piece of crap. Well, the end of this program has come, but we'll be back tomorrow. I will be on Fox, Saturday and Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. I will continue to be on the Blaze platform, and we will continue to do everything we can to push back against the enemies within who back the terrorists or who are soft on terrorism and i hope you'll stick with me we salute our armed forces police officers firefighters emergency personnel freedom fighters all over the world our truckers and let me say this the people of israel we stand with you as you
2: stood with us i'll see you tomorrow